Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life. So let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. Hey guys, today we're going to get into a really interesting and meaty topic, um, focusing on lie detection and how can we start to see from body language if somebody might not be telling us the truth or not. One caveat that I mentioned a number of times in the episode is that this is not an easy thing to do. Even the best are only right 75% of the time, and most of us think that we're way better at this than we actually are. So it makes sense to take caution, take a conservative approach, and try to get more evidence than we otherwise might think we need before we accuse somebody of lying. But with that, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and take away a lot of helpful hints. I've mentioned on the show before that I got in a significant amount of trouble as a kid. You know, I was running with the wrong people, breaking the law in a variety of ways, and even spending some time in juvenile detention. Now, while I'm not proud of that, I certainly learned a lot from it, and it made me a better man today. And I hope that I can use those lessons to teach others as well. But as I think back on it, one particular episode aligns really well with the topic I want to talk about today, and that topic is lie detection. Right. So the situation, I had been arrested and was brought into the station for some questioning. I was probably only 15 or so. I remember the investigator really trying to make me feel comfortable, right? Talking to me like a friend and someone who was on my side, someone I could trust, talking about general life and teenage stuff. He even offered me a cigarette. And looking back now, I can see that he was trying to get me to relax. And he was doing that so they could understand my baseline. So when he started to ask me the real questions, he could better tell if I was lying or not. And that's foundational to lie detection. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about today. How do we understand when somebody might not be telling us the truth? Again, a great body language resource is a tiny book of body language, which you guys can find at thebodylanguageproject.com, and it's absolutely free. Now, the first and potentially the most important note here is that lie detection is really, really hard to do well. Most people overwhelmingly think that we can easily tell if somebody's lying based on their body language, but in reality, study after study show that only 50% or so of liars give themselves away with their body language, so it's really a coin flip at best. You also have to be really careful about biases, right? You tend to see what you're looking for. So if you think somebody's lying, it might be easy to find body language that proves that, but you should be doing the reverse, looking for the body language and trying to understand what that means. So lie detection tends to fall into two buckets, right? There's the nonverbal cues and the verbal cues. And I'm going to spend the overwhelming majority of this discussion focusing on nonverbal cues. So It's widely believed that lying causes stress and uncomfort and therefore a corresponding reaction in the body, right? This is what a polygraph looks at, looking for heart rate and body temperature to increase because you're stressed because you're lying. And while we can certainly see uncomfort in somebody by looking at their body language, we don't really know what's causing that uncomfort. It might be that we're grilling them with questions, right? It might not necessarily mean that they're lying. So keep that in mind. But some things to look out for that might indicate stress are shifting, touching, scratching of the face, the neck and the nose, right? Being generally uncomfortable. Increased eye blinking, changes in posture, avoiding eye contact and increased foot and leg movement. Eye squinting can also be an issue as if they're not trying to see the words that they're putting out when they're lying. And 
even putting something in between them and the person that's questioning them as a way to defend themselves, right? So if you want to look honest, don't do these things, right? Don't increase touching your face, your nose, your mouth, your eyes. Don't pull on your ears. Don't scratch your neck or pull your collar, right? And don't have closed body language. You want to be open so that you come across as honest. And don't avoid the other folks' gaze either for long periods of time because that's also heavily associated with lying. But first, have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? I'll tell you, if you're a business owner, you absolutely should be. There's no better way to get your name out there, to grow your network, and really develop a relationship with your customers. I can tell you in the short time that I've been doing this podcast, I've already had conversations with top global influencers, Fortune 500 CEOs, and a host of other really cool people that I otherwise would not have had the opportunity to connect with. But you might be thinking, hey, it might be really hard to do a podcast. I don't know where to start, or I just don't have time. But I'll tell you, if you work with my friends at World Class Media, they make it super easy. That's who I worked with. With their done-for-you podcast, literally, all I have to do is just record the episode and they do everything else. From end to end, including all editing and production, development of my intro and outro and music, my artwork and website, development of my show notes, and submission of my show to all the major podcasting mediums. They even created my social media cards. And they offer me coaching along the way as well to help me to become a world-class podcaster right out of the gate. So if you've ever considered starting a podcast, you owe it to yourself to talk to world-class media because I tell you it's a lot easier than you think. So just go to gregjrice.com backslash done for you to learn more about the done for you podcast service and to set up a free consultation. All right, let's hop into the show. Now, one really important concept when you think about lie detection is micro expressions. I've talked a little bit about these before and I continue to study them more. So I'll be talking about them more in the future. But these are expressions that come out in less than a half a second and they go away. So they're very quick. But the speaker can't stop them because they're coming from the reptilian brain, right? So they're a really quick but very honest reaction that the speaker can't stop. It's kind of like they're leaking the truth, right? So you want to be on the lookout for those. So the key, though, is to compare a baseline versus how they respond uh, when the, when they're stressed and lying, right? Then part of that baseline comes from asking them things that you know 100% to be true and then asking them things that you know 100% are false to get a feel for how their body language changes in those two different situations. You want to be looking for those micro expressions that I just met. You should know that this is hard. The best only get it right 75% of the time. Um, and it's important to look at the entire body, right? So not just the eyes or the mouth or the eyebrows, but looking at the entire body, including feet, um, legs, and the overall body language and how they're presenting themselves. It can also be really important to get the person relaxed, right? Get them comfortable. And then it's going to be much more clear for you when they might be telling a lie. What you're really looking for is when the body language or micro expressions start to diverge from what they're saying. Right, so an example is saying no, but the head lightly nodding yes. Kids do this, but adults actually do this sometimes too. So when your gesture is not aligned with what you're saying, that's an indication that you need to dig more deeply in in that area. Um, Also, comfortable people tend to mirror other people in the room. So if you see a dramatic difference in body language, that could also be an indication. So how do you do this? What should you do, right? So first, try to get a clear and obstructed view of the person in open space again, so you can see their entire body. 
you should expect them to be initially nervous, especially if you're the police questioning somebody, right? Because they're going to be nervous and uncomfortable, and you need to try to get them to relax uh, so that you can build that baseline. It's interesting that everybody relaxes over time, so the more we can stretch it out and take our time, the more comfortable they're going to be. Then you want to look out for cues of pacifying behavior, right? Look for dramatic increases in pacifying behavior when certain questions come up. You want to pause a lot and give the person time to think. You don't want to create unneeded stress for them. You want to stay focused and don't let them change topics because they're likely to try to try to change topics because everybody's uncomfortable lying. And we naturally believe that we trust somebody the more that they say, right? So they might talk on and on and try to change the topic that way. But what you're looking for is accuracy and quality, not quantity. And then look for stress around specific questions that are asked, like if they distance themselves, if you notice a micro expression or, or something like neck touching, right? That tells us where, not necessarily that they're lying, but where we want to dig more deeply, where we want to ask more questions around things. From a verbal cue perspective, things like talking more slowly, talking just differently than they were before, or voice cracking, or the voice raising or lowering, it changing from the baseline are really what you, what you want to look out from a verbal cue perspective. But overall, again, it's important to remember that this is not easy and that most of us think that we're way better at this than we actually are. You cannot take just one cue like a neck scratch and say, hey, this person's lying because you'll likely be wrong and there could be disastrous consequences depending upon the situation. So you have to look at the bigger picture. You want to stack cues on top of cues. When you see multiple things pointing in one direction, then you might be getting somewhere and you can start thinking about digging deeper into that area. So I hope that that is helpful for you guys as as you're out in the world trying to determine when folks are being truthful and when they're not. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the Communication Nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.